good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kieran Mack, and thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like this video if you're watching us on YouTube, and please do subscribe. We're also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and a host of other podcast players. Now that that's all done, let's jump into today's show. And we will start off with the Thailand nationwide COVID report. Thailand logged 12 more COVID-19 related fatalities, the fewest since April 29, 2021, and 3,091 new COVID-19 cases during the previous 24 hours, the public health ministry announced on Tuesday morning. There were 3,089 cases in general population and just two among prison inmates. On Monday, 2,688 COVID-19 patients were discharged from hospitals after recovering from the coronavirus. The latest Phuket Provincial Public Office daily COVID situation report has marked 149 new local infections confirmed across the island on January 3rd, bringing the total number of people recognized as infected with COVID-19 in Phuket since April 3rd to 20,214. Now, Chambari has claimed a top spot from Bangkok with today's biggest increase in the top 10. Phuket has also had another big increase, as we just mentioned before that. And also the future of the sandbox is also in jeopardy, which we'll talk about later in the show. With over 2,000 cases of the Omicron variant of coronavirus detected in Thailand to date, according to the Ministry of Public Health, the country is entering a widespread wave of COVID-19 infections in the next two weeks following the long New Year holiday, which will see daily infections spiking in the tens of thousands of cases, predicted Dr. Manoon, a doctor specializing in respiratory and pulmonary disease in Vishayut Hospital. In his Facebook post today, he said, however, that there is no cause for alarm. He noted that, despite its rapid and easy transmissibility, the Omicron variant has mutated and evolved to the extent that it is causing mild flu-like symptoms instead of aggressively attacking the upper and lower sections of the respiratory, just like the numerous other coronavirus strains which the world has been familiar with for the past 50 years. In this new wave of Omicron infections, he said that people who have been inoculated or infected with other variants will contract the rapidly spreading variant sooner or later, but they will have developed herd immunity instead of falling sick, and in the end, the COVID-19 pandemic will come to an end. Dr. Manoon also said that there is no need for third or fourth booster shots because every one of us will have been infected by the Omicron variant as we have been injected with live attenuated vaccine, which can better enhance immunity than the vaccines already available. The ability of manufacturers to produce COVID-19 vaccines will not be as promising as it has been to date, he added. Meanwhile, the Director General of the Medical Science Department, Dr. Supasak Sirilak, said that the department is keeping track of people infected by the Omicron variant for at least 14 days and will test their blood to find out whether the antibodies generated by the variant will have the neutralizing effect against the Delta variant as reported in some cases in South Africa. The South African study shows that people both vaccinated and unvaccinated who were infected by the Omicron variant have developed immunity which is capable of neutralizing the Delta variant as well. If this is proven to be true, infection by the Omicron variant can help fight off Delta variant infection, Dr. Supergit said. According to the Medical Science Department, the Omicron variant has already spread through 54 provinces in Thailand, infecting 2,062 people. 
He disclosed that the Omicron variant has already mutated into two sub-variants. Meanwhile, Phuket Provincial Health is urging tourism business operators on the island to strictly comply with COVID-19 control measures, particularly the regular use of antigen test kits to screen for possible cases after 144 Omicron variant infections were detected in the province. Dr. Cusack, the the island's public health chief, urged businesses to keep their guard up after active case findings on December 28th around Soy Bangla or Bangla Walking Street near Patong Beach found 11 cases of the Omicron variant. Dr. Cusack urged all tourism business operators, especially those around Soy Bangla, to implement the strictest health and hygiene measures to curb the spread of COVID-19. He said that though businesses on Soy Bangla have set aside 380 Ks for the tourists each week to screen for COVID-19 and push to have their employees fully vaccinated, employees and patrons should continue to follow the DMHTTA rules, distancing, mask wearing, hand washing, temperature testing, COVID testing and using a mobile tracing application. So that is basically the news on the COVID situation here in Thailand at the moment. A lot of opinion whether or not it's getting better, it's getting worse. Are the numbers being suppressed, possibly due to a lack of testing and things like this. Now, throughout the country, we are seeing uh, schools being closed. For example, in Uban Ratchathani, they are closing schools, cinemas, fitness clubs, gyms and stadium to stern COVID-19 spread. In Konken, they've closed schools. I see in Phuket now, they'll also be closing the schools. And this is going around the country. There's also talk about the uh, bars and clubs that were meant to open on January 16th. This probably won't go ahead. That will be later on in the show as well. So yes, overall, restrictions are being put back around the country. And again, it's worth noting for people possibly coming to Thailand still, or those who are here now, that every governor can do what he wants. They can set the rules for entry to their province. They can decide what's open, what's closed. They can basically, as I said, do what they wish to do. And that has been the biggest problem in Thailand over the last two years in relation to this. There's no central governance in relation to how each province handles it. It depends on the governor there and what he thinks is the best way to manage his province. I don't know if you think that's good or bad, but to me, sometimes it leads to governors deciding using old science and old methods that they used at the beginning that probably aren't as effective now to curb the spread of the virus. But anyway, we'll move on to our next story. Thailand's health minister disagrees with plan to reopen pubs on January 16th. Thai Public Health Minister Anatan Sharavakul has indicated that the reopening of pubs and bars, scheduled for January 16th, may have to be postponed indefinitely as in several provinces they are being blamed for outbreaks of COVID-19 infections during the long New Year holidays. An apparently disappointed minister told the media today that the authorities have sympathy for pubs, bars and karaoke bars after being closed for a long time and had allowed them to reopen by converting into eateries during the festive season. He said that some of them were, however, not responsible enough and had defied the COVID-19 free setting measures, resulting in the spread of COVID-19 infections. He also blamed their customers for not strictly complying with the preventative measures. It's a pity because this could have been prevented. If someone gets sick, we are obliged to provide them with treatment. We don't know how to deal with them because this is about awareness of public responsibility, said Anutin. The minister claimed that most of them, not just a handful, had violated the COVID-19 free-setting measures. As far as he is concerned, he said he will object to any proposal for their reopening while adding that the final decision is not his. 
His remark echoed that of Disease Control Department Chief Dr. Opart, who blamed several entertainment venues in touristic towns such as Chambari, Pattaya, Udon Thani, Phuket and Chiang Mai of poor ventilation and lax COVID measures. Suggesting that COVID-19 is here to stay, Dr. Opart quelled fears of the virus, saying that it would become less fatal and that more people have now been fully vaccinated and even got booster shots, reflecting Anatan's remark that it is fortunate that most of the population has already been vaccinated, otherwise the spread of the disease would become more serious during the festive season. The minister also said that authorities should have dealt more decisively with rogue bars and pubs. And moving along, Thailand likely to postpone restart of Test and Go scheme until the end of January. Thailand's Ministry of Public Health will propose that the Centre for COVID-19 Situation Administration postpones the resumption of entry to Thailand under the Test and Go programme until the end of the month. Over Omicron variant concerns, Public Health Minister Anutan Sharapakul said today. On December 21st, the CCSA suspended quarantine-free travel under the scheme until January 4th. Under the programme, arrivals from abroad are required to spend a night at a designated hotel while waiting for their RT-PCR COVID-19 test result. Anatan also said that travellers already granted a Thailand pass under the Test and Go programme must arrive in Thailand by January 10th, otherwise they will have to enter the country under the Phuket Sandbox scheme, which means they must stay at their hotel on the island for the first seven nights before they can travel elsewhere throughout the country. They must undergo an RT-PCR test upon arrival and another one on the fifth day of their stay. So this is all about the Phuket Sandbox and the Test and Go, which we were talking about in the previous show. I gave a few different scenarios of what may happen. So today they had the CCSA meeting. Apparently nothing was really decided apart from the fact that the Prime Minister agreed with the Public Health Ministry's recommendations. So it does look like it will be going to the Cabinet to get the stamp of approval then approved later on. But it's very strange just because it really wasn't rubber stamped today even though he did say he agreed with it. And today is the fourth. So you would think that they would have had a proper decision made for today. But again, kick it down the line a bit, but it's still suspended. What is the most important parts that come out in this, okay, is that number one, that if you already have a Thailand pass, you have up until January 10th to use it. So basically anybody with a Thailand pass after January 10th cannot use it to come to Thailand. You would have to reapply, I think, for a Phuket sandbox to come and that's a whole different process, okay? Also, at this moment in time, you cannot change your flights to an earlier date. If you change your flight, your Thailand pass will become invalid. So just to let you know, for example, if you have a Thailand pass for the 12th of January and you think, oh, I'm going to change my flight to the 10th and come early. No, you can't do that because your Thailand pass is valid for that date and 72 hours after the date. So you can't go back in time with it. So that's very unfortunate for people. Now, as we spoke about a few weeks ago when they did cancel, this date of January 10th was thrown up. But I guess it's only come to light now that they've decided to use it. Now, what would be the reasons behind this? I guess they want to stop the amount of people free flowing into the country and pretty much going anywhere and not being able to control what's going on in relation to the virus and spreading of the virus. By having people come into Phuket, I guess you have them in a certain area, you know what's happening, you know that they're going to have to get their tests done. And yes, things become a lot easier in that respect. Right now with the test and go and having to do the second PCR test, a lot of listeners to this channel have written down in the comment section that, you know, when they go to 
their hotel. The hotel knows nothing about how to book the second test. It's all up in the air. It's very vague. Some people have never got a second test because the hotel just didn't know how to do it because there was no system. Some hospitals said, yes, we're on the list to do it, but we don't know anything about it and we don't know how to get reimbursed for doing these PCR tests. So yeah, there's a lot of miscommunication as usual, but this is what happens when you suddenly stop something. You make a new rule and you don't have a system to implement what you have decided to do. And that's what Thailand basically did. Now, at the beginning of the show, I spoke about how the Phuket sandbox could be in trouble. And that is a legitimate concern right now as well. So right now in Phuket, there's close to 500 people, I think, roughly, who are quarantined in Phuket from abroad. And that's not, that's only from abroad. That's not people, you know, Thai people or expats who have also contracted or are close contacts to people in the Phuket area. So from my knowledge at the moment, the hospitals in Phuket are nearly full. There's not much space left for people there. And the issue that's arising is what Phuket is going to do with the inevitable positive people that are coming each and every day. And there is talk that the Phuket sandbox could end up getting cancelled because Phuket just doesn't have the beds and the capacity to deal with the amount of COVID cases coming in from abroad each day. And that is a legitimate concern. I read this also on Twitter today and I was in a meeting a few days ago and I I overheard them talking about this as well. And it was pretty high up within the Phuket hierarchy. So yeah, I do understand that there is concerns over this. Now what they're hoping to do is hotels will take responsibility for these and set up their own kind of isolation zones in the hotels to keep patients who are positive there but I'm not sure hotels are really up for that because at the end of the day, it's not a good business model to have happy guests in one corner and quarantine guests in another corner. And then I guess if you're a person coming to the hotel, you might not be pleased to know that there is, you know, COVID positive people staying in this hotel. So I also think that's an issue. Overall, this has been a complete and utter mess by the Thai government and it has done nothing to inspire confidence within the travel industry. None whatsoever. In fact, I suspect we will see a lot of cancellations in the next month or so for January for sure and for February and March. And it's going to be a long recovery. Look, you can't blame entirely the government on this. Of course, they're reacting to the situation. And but they also have to look at the point of view that Thailand's been closed for two years. They know how desperately the country needs tourists and they need to find a balancing act for this. And I don't think they're thinking rationally in relation to it. I think they're using their old methods that they used before. Like I said, that governors have been using and continuing using the same playbook and really right now that's not really the way forward I think. Of course Phuket are doing their best to stay open so that they can continue to prosper but then there's the other factor is that a lot of people around the country are asking why is Phuket still open? Why can't we open? Why can't Pattaya open? Why can't Chiang Mai open? Why can't Kaolak, Krabi, Samui etc. So yeah they're all asking the same questions. Well, if they're allowed to stay, why can't we stay? And this is a legitimate question as well. It's not a great start to 2022. And let's be honest, if you're in the tourism industry, you're probably starting to feel pretty worried about what's going on in it and the direction of it so far in 2022. If you're a traveler who's paid money to come to Thailand this month, you're probably quite worried as well that you might not be able to get here. And if you are able to come here, you might have to do seven nights in Phuket before you can go anywhere else. And it's all becoming a bit of a mess. I wish the government would sit back, make their decisions properly, and then give clear information out. So for example, today, they said that the Thailand Pass was suspended up until January 4th. Now what they should have had done between the 21st of December and January 4th was a statement ready, a plan moving forward. But instead they got to January 4th and they just started having the meeting about it. And by the looks of it, it'll take another week. 
before the information really comes out to people. But the information, of course, that is being leaked today and yesterday is that this will be suspended until the end of the month, the Test and Go program. Phuket will be the only place that's open, though there are provinces fighting to be allowed to stay open as sandbox areas as well, but I doubt really that's going to happen. People might say, well, the numbers in Thailand look pretty low. Well, the numbers in Thailand for COVID at the moment look no because there's practically no testing going on, which is why they are low. Again, it can be considered a good thing or a bad thing. It means that, you know, hospitals aren't full around the country with COVID patients unless you're in Phuket. And that's where a big problem's coming up, as I said before. But I'd love to know what you guys think about it. Do you think the Thai government have made a right mess of this whole situation? Do you think they've acted proportionately? I'd love to know your opinions down below in the comment section, as always, guys. And moving along, Thailand's Doi Mong Jong Nature Trail closed after student attacked by wild elephant. Amkoi Wildlife Sanctuary Chief has ordered the indefinite closure of a nature study trail on the Doi Monjong Peak which straddles Chiang Mai and Thak Province after a female student was attacked by a wild elephant early Sunday morning. The student, who sustained bruises, and her boyfriend were camping at a site on the nature trail when, at about 1am, she heard strange noises outside their tent. The tent was suddenly pulled down and she felt instant pain in her chest and right arm. All their camping equipment was also damaged. A porter told her in the morning that he found traces of at least two elephants along the trail and suspected that the tent was attacked by one of the animals. With his help, the two students managed to trek back to Ban Bunling village, the starting point of the nature study route, and called an ambulance from Unkoi District Hospital to take them for examination and treatment. The student did not suffer any bone fractures, just bruising and muscle pain. Both were discharged and sent home. The Wildlife Sanctuary Chief said that the trail, which was open for nature study until February 14th, had to be closed for the safety of jungle trekkers after it was discovered that several elephants had been wandering close to the trail in search of food and water. Foreign tourists not wearing masks threaten closure of PP Island, hotelier calls for foreigners to be fined. Jurapat Jantaro of the PP Hotel Group in Krabi, southern Thailand, said that most foreigners visiting the holiday island were not wearing masks. He feared a spike in COVID cases, especially the Omicron variant, and the possibly closure of the island if something is not done fast. He told the Thai media that foreign tourists were not wearing masks in public, at tourist sites, and in convenience stores. He called on the Krabi Health Authorities to take immediate action and fine tourists if necessary. The comments came after 63 visitors in Krabi tested positive from December 1st to January 1st. 10 of those had Omicron with a further 27 awaiting confirmation after tests. The Thai media were at the port in PP where the main concern was making sure that people were wearing life jackets and boats were not overloaded. Some 1,300 visitors were there daily with many going to Maya Bay that has recently reopened to tourism. And finally, the Phuket News report. Police refusing up to 500 road arrivals a day for being unvaccinated or untested. People driving onto the island must be able to prove they are fully vaccinated or have tested negative for COVID-19 within 72 hours of arriving or else be refused entry to Phuket, police have warned. Phuket schools close, move to online learning. Schools across Phuket have been ordered to cease on-site learning following an order from the Ministry of Education over the concern of COVID-19 infections spreading throughout the country. Restaurants report a 100% earning increase from last year. The Thai Restaurants Association has reported a 100% increase in restaurant revenue over the New Year holiday period compared to the same period last year. 
And finally, Phuket marks four more injured in New Year road accidents. Phuket officials have reported just four accidents across the island yesterday, the sixth day of the seven days of danger road safety campaign for the new year. But ultimately, with this story or anything else that stood out to you today, I'd love to know your thoughts in the comments down below. Because yes, this is a new show, but it's also a conversation. Now keep that conversation going. Make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel, share the video, and do all the good stuff that does help that YouTube algorithm. But ultimately, my name is Kieran Mack. You've been listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show, and we will see you next time.